Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Let's get to our guest, James Chio, Southeast Asia CIO at HSBC Global Private Banking and Wealth. James, the U.S. bond market seems to be suggesting recession, whereas the stock market seems to be predicting some kind of soft landing, I suppose. So maybe we look to the dollar for some early indicator activity. It's been dropping over the past couple of days. Uh, what is it trying to tell us? Uh, well, I, I think at this point, uh, we are kind of at an inflection point in which markets are paying more attention to uh, chances of possibly a pending pivot uh, from central banks. I think firstly, to slower the pace of tightening, then perhaps to pause, and perhaps possibly rate cuts. But all these takes uh, a period of time. And of course, uh, how, how the process of how these sequence of central bank activity playing out really depends on the economic data outcome. So I think we are at an inflection point. Uh, and of course, uh, that's how uh, the bond markets, equity markets, and of course, currency markets are reacting to it. We're looking uh, to the end of the year. We're looking to the U.S. midterm elections. You're saying you are reducing the extent of your overweight in U.S. equities. Why is that? Because we often do see, of course, a little bit of a, a trading term in terms of what markets do in terms of these uh, elections. They're historically good for stocks. Yeah, well, there, there are historical relations uh, with, with uh, midterm elections, which tend to be uh, slightly positive. Uh, but I think it's very hard to kind of base on that uh, to, and expect uh, this, a similar kind of outcome. We are looking at fundamentals and we, we, while we still hold an overweight US equities, we are trimming exposure, taking profit. Uh, really, uh, as we expect uh, earnings to start to kind of... Uh, uh, plateau and starts to slow down. And I think the fundamental picture, uh, especially with uh, global growth slowing down, doesn't exactly bode well for, for earnings. So I think we just want to err uh, on the side of caution. And of course, yeah. uh, we, we think that there could be quite a bit of uncertainty going forward. We've seen a rally in Asian stocks of late uh, after underperformance versus the S&P 500. A lot of that's tied to the possible reopening in China. That That reopening seems aspirational in nature rather than based in fact. Uh, so, you know, I wonder whether or not is, is there a way to to figure out exactly what um, what comes next in Asian markets? Well, I think it's very difficult, but I, I think if you look at the growth outlook in uh, mainland China, it remains very uncertain. You have to look at the economic data, the latest set of PMIs. Uh, reflect uh, downside risk, especially from the property market and, and clearly uh, COVID restrictions, hard to predict, um, hard to tell when it will. You're talking about the challenges and the gloomy outlook for, for China, but when it comes to the equity market, I mean, when you look at technicals, it does look like there is more upside coming through there. At one point, we do know that they are going to uh, move away from those COVID zero policies, even though 
authorities have been saying they are unswervingly committed to them. You kind of don't want to be behind this trade. Where would you be looking for further upside here? Yeah, well, I think there are pockets of uh, relatively strength uh, in in Asia. uh, So, of course, uh, tourism reopening effects on some of the Asian economies uh, can actually cause activity to grind higher. Uh, And of course, if you combine that with currency weakness, you you might get some uh, uplift uh, and support, at least for some Asian economies. So where we think opportunities are, are largely in parts of Southeast Asia, such as Indonesia um, and, of course, uh, and, and Thailand that could actually benefit from domestic consumption, but also the reopening uh, trade. And we have sort of a preference for Southeast Asia over North Asia. Mm, interesting. You, you deal with a lot of high net worth individuals. I'm curious whether or not right now they seem opportunistic or cautious. Well, I think it's a it's a mixed bag. Uh, there will be those who have taken uh, profit earlier uh, earlier on and and were on the sidelines and waiting on the sidelines with cash, uh, looking for uh, opportunities. So for those, uh, I think they are uh, uh, looking out for opportunities now. But of course, there will be those that did not uh, take profit as fast, and of course, uh, are much more uh, affected by the, the sell-off in, in both equities and bonds. So I think it's a mixed bag. And of course, uh, generally, uh, the sentiment really, uh, it's on, on a whole, uh, it's still extremely uh, uh, dependent on how the trajectory of markets uh, will be, which is quite uncertain as of now. Yeah, it is uncertain. And, and we mentioned the, the dollar strength there too. What particularly do you like then in Southeast Asia? Uh, well, I think in Southeast Asia, we think the opportunities are it's largely uh, in Indonesian uh, equities. Uh, we think that uh, some of the banks, consumer staples, uh, um, uh, stocks associated with uh, infrastructure looks quite uh, interesting with the current uh, strength of the economy. Uh, but also, I think we think uh, opportunities in Thailand uh, uh, is, is, can also benefit uh, from the rebound in global tourism, especially with the reopening uh, plays that's ongoing. So th- there are pockets of strength. There are still opportunities in, in this generally uh, gloomy uh, global outlook. But I think uh, th- uh, some of these countries can still grow uh, quite strongly uh, uh, in 2023. We've seen that there's a lot of pent-up energy for sure. I mean, the China opening story is a good example of that. Uh, You know, they just hinted at it and then boom. Uh, And actually, they didn't even really hint at it so much. It was just uh, social media. Uh, With the higher interest rates, you know, when we get a turn there, do you feel as though inflation will drop quickly or that it will be sticky? And so even if we get a turn, we just don't see, you know, rates go any lower. Uh, that's going to be quite a, uh, a difficult call. Uh, I, I, it might not be as smooth or, or it might not drop as fast as most people think, uh, really because uh, the core inflation is still uh, very much um, uh, sticky in, in many aspects, whether it's wages, uh, rents, and it takes a while before all these starts to bite into uh, the, the actual uh, PMI uh, uh, data. So, of course, you, you do get uncertainty such as what's going to happen uh, with China that could have effects on commodity markets. So, I think clearly uh, it, it might not be a, a kind of a very uh, direct uh, drop in, in inflation uh, into 2023. You might get a, a bumpy ride uh, with quite a bit of uh, uh, uncertainty uh, mm. in, in the months ahead. All right, James, thanks for your time. James Geo is Southeast Asia CIO at HSBC Global Private Banking and Wealth. 
Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.